You're listening to a podcast hosted on the Podcaster Matrix. Get your entire podcast library hosted now at podcastermatrix.com. Are you troubled by pop culture references you don't understand? Does trying to figure out a good jumping on point in a long-running comic series keep you up at night? Have you or your friends or family seen a comic book-based movie, TV show, or cartoon and not known what was going on? If the answer is yes, then this is the podcast for you. My My Big Big Fat Pull List. Our assembly of knowledgeable hosts are eager to help answer all your comic book-based pop culture questions. We're ready to geek out with you. Greetings, listeners. Are you a fan of the outrageous cartoon Rick and Morty? Are you a fan of the classic role-playing game Dungeons & Dragons? Have you ever wondered if Rick and Morty have played Dungeons & Dragons? If you answered yes to any of those questions, you're in for a treat. Sit back and relax while we here am a big fat polist drop some knowledge on you with this episode of Observe and Report Rick and Morty vs. Dungeons and Dragons. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, and especially our listeners out there, to another edition of my Big Fat Pull List. I am one of your hosts, Mr. X. With me today is... Smurfy. And... Pistol Danger. The Bang Man himself. Always here to bang on. Keep keep banging away. We that's that's why we keep you around because you keep banging away. Well, and because I have sweet nicknames like the Bang Man. But regardless, <laughs> what are we here to talk about? I didn't actually listen to the intro, so I am perplexed and confused. We're going to be talking about a comic book miniseries that is an offshoot of a comic book series that is an offshoot of a cartoon series known as Rick and Morty. And Smurfy has brought this uh, miniseries, Rick and Morty versus Dungeons and Dragons, to our attention for this special episode of Observe and Report. Now, the reason why I bring this to you guys, I, I know that we're all fans of the show Rick and Morty. Oh, yeah. And I know we're all fans of Dungeons and Dragons. Yes, we oh, used yeah. to have a uh, we used to have a uh, game, a regular for, game every right, month. Right, which I hope to start up again once all this nonsense ends. Or we figure out roll dice. I figured take two of the best things ever, combined it, how could this go wrong, right? True. Right. When did you come up with this idea to combine it? Uh, It started in in a dream, if you will, or a vision. Okay. It wasn't mine. I just, uh, I knew that they were doing Rick and Morty uh, comic book series, kind of this in the cartoon for a while. And then I, this so happened to see the miniseries Dungeons Dragons figured I'll pick it up give it a shot read it why not and let you guys know if it's kind of you know good bad or other or or how they did it and I will say this it's a very interesting read okay an interesting yeah it's an interesting interesting read which we will we will dive into and and I'll, I'll let you guys know I'm interested to see how it's so interesting carry on I find your interest in this topic pistol interesting as well and if anybody out there would like to find anything that we talk about even more interesting, they can head on over to our Patreon page. That's right. We have a Patreon page. And we would love it if you stopped by. Maybe uh, dig into the couch, throw some coins at us, make it hail. 
We've got some great tiers, some awesome free stuff. Are we doing buttons or stickers? I think it was buttons. Buttons, buttons, buttons and I thought Benjamin magnets. Buttons are soon. Yeah, that's magnets. right. Buttons and magnets, all the way to you being a part of the show. So, Pistol, tell all of our listeners out there where they can go to find our Patreon page. I absolutely will. We also now have T-shirts available. You can head on over to www.patreon.com forward slash M-Y-B-I-G-F-A-T-P-U-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L. Sorry, stuck on repeat. Too many L's. Too many L's. L-I-S-T. Again, is www.patreon.com forward slash my big fat pull list podcast. And sign up for a tier today. Spoiler warning. Now, we are going to be talking about story points of Rick and Morty versus D&D. So... If you don't want to know certain plot details, uh, this is your chance right now. Pause the podcast, rush out, find yourself either four individual copies of the issues. There were a lot of variant covers. Tons of covers. Each book had yeah. only four covers. That's that's a little obnoxious, but there were plenty of covers, or by now, I'm sure it's in trade paperback. Rush out, find it, read it, then press play and continue the podcast you have been warned we are all fans of the rick and morty cartoon correct yeah i think that's fair to say it the, the one that was created by dan Harmon, who has done other great things like community community yeah from community you can tell he was a dnd fan you could kind of see a little bit of it like his cartoon is very wacky but fun and if, for those of you who haven't seen it it is about a nutty kind of crazy wacky inventor named rick who has a grandson named morty and they go on crazy wild adventures together and rick is like a super genius okay and i gotta stop you because if you if that that explanation sounds (laughs) oh doesn't that sound sweet it's not though sweet. (laughs) very adult and gory (laughs) the thing is is that i did not i had no idea what i was getting into all I knew is that people were like, oh, yeah, Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty is so awesome. And I waited for a very long time. I, I, I want to say season three had okay. just dropped on Hulu. Oh, God. Yeah. So I'm season like, three was kind of over, I guess. Yeah. So I'm, yeah. I'm kind of like, I'm kind of like, all right, fine. I'll finally watch Rick and Morty. Holy crap. Oh, no. Let me tell you how Pistol set it up for me. He goes, hey, man, do you like Back to the Future? Y- yes, I do. Then you will <laughs> love Rick and Morty. And well, let me ask you this. <laughs> I was like, what? Was I wrong? <laughs> technically, you were not wrong. However, there's no technically. It, I was it, not it, wrong. There's, there's also no similarities because I was thinking like, oh, this is going to be like <laughs> Marty and Doc Brown. Incorrect. It is about a kid with a nutty scientist. If you want to be that bold, that's like going, do you like oranges? You'll enjoy all fruit. <laughs> like, then, like, what? Like, no. After watching the show, I felt like Rick Sanchez was my spirit animal. Right. He's what you want to be. He, he he is what I want to be when I grow up. Yep. Screw the, screw this podcasting crap. Yeah. I want to be a genius inventor who travels the multiverse and drinks constantly. Right. And he develops a universe just to power his battery of his spaceship. Yeah. 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 So <laughs> honestly, people, if you haven't watched the show, it's streaming on Hulu right now. Not the new season. 
Uh, that stuff, uh, you have to have Cartoon Network to be able to watch. They haven't put any of the new episodes up on Hulu. But I'm sure once the final, that or the, this current season is is wrapped up, they'll put it on Hulu. They, they better put it on Hulu or I'm going to go to Cartoon Network headquarters and I'm going to bust some skulls. I'm, I'm gonna you. go. Rick, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna be the, the the rickiest Rick that there is. Yeah, I'm dying for it. And uh, if you have not, if you haven't seen the show, I urge you. The first half of the first season is a little rough because it's very episodic and it's them trying to see how far they can push the envelope. Mm-hmm. And then halfway through the season, they decide, "Who cares about an envelope? We're going to do what we want because it's funny." And oh my god, is it funny! I also enjoy the show. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Pistol. I'm so glad that your endorsement was just as good as mine. Mm -hmm. There you go. I don't want to be Rick, the power mad God. Yeah, no, I'm good. I'll not. I'll I'll, I'll just be someone else. I'll just be me enjoying my life. Right. Because your ego knows no limit. I mean, you're not wrong. I, I honestly believe that if we handed you a portal gun and a flying ship, you would become Rick. I or at least visit, one of your personalities would become Rick. I would visit so many worlds where my video games are the actual real life. You have no idea. <laughs> now, the disappointing thing is, is that I, I got into Rick and Morty so hard that I was like, "Ooh, I know there's a comic book out there. But it was already in like the the high thirties, low forties. Yes, and I'm like, there's quick. no way in the world that I can go back and collect all this. I'd have to get the trade paperbacks because the some of the like I'd say the first like fifteen issues are are pretty pricey. They're like twenty bucks a pop. I'm like, what, all right, yeah, that's what I heard. I heard they're hard to find too. Not only are they pricey, they're also kind of hard to find. So, and I'm and you know me, I'm okay with the trade paperback if it's something that I'm I'm jumping into late in the game. But I still haven't pulled the trigger on on going back because there's quite a few trade paperbacks now, too. Oh, right. But the great thing, the great thing about what we're going to talk about in this episode, it's a miniseries that really doesn't take place anywhere. It's just, hey, it's Rick, it's Morty, it's the characters that you know from the show, and they're going to play some D&D. Right. Now, before we dive into all that fun knowledge, just a few more things. This is just, like you said, a four-issue miniseries. Rick and Morty was created by Justin Rowland and Dan Harmon, as we already talked about. But the comic issues were written by Patrick Rothfuss and Jim Zub. Okay. Hope I didn't those names. And the art was by Troy Little. So the, the Troy Little does a very good job of making the characters look just like the TV show. So like mm. I do really appreciate that. Uh, and all those other side characters are actually phenomenal, too. So I was like, good job, Troy. Keep up the good work. To our listeners mm-hmm. out there, are you a fan of Rick and Morty? Have you read any of the comic series? Let us know. Hit us up at all of our online media. That's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You name it, we probably have it. We don't have TikTok. I refuse it. Sorry. No we're, yeah, we're not doing TikTok. No, ever. Let's go to part one of the series, which they named Rick Rolling. And so, for those, <laughs> yeah, for those of you who know pop culture... When I read that, it was kind of a little bit Dude, of a red flag. Rick Rose. Oh, and you, you kind of figure out why. So, like, this, the story starts out where Morty is on the school bus and he hears about some kids talking about playing D&D. And he kind of gets intrigued. And then he's at, like, the school cafeteria. And more people are like, oh, have you listened to the D&D podcast? We love it. Like, I can't believe this. And they're, what they're, they, they kind of talk about a scene from Game of Thrones almost. 
but to make it sound like it happened in a D and D game. So Morty's still intrigued. So he goes home and he's like, I got to figure out more about this. And he looks up acquisitions incorporated, which I was like, that's kind of a cool name that's drop name because drop. that's yeah. Yeah. Like, right. And it's, it's one full yeah. like panel of the comic. It says acquisitions incorporated, but huge on his screen. And I was like, that's an awesome name drop. And okay. so he goes to the local comic store, game store to, you know, Morty to find out more information, meets a hot girl. And she's like, Hey, we play and Morty BS in his way. gets invited to a D and D game. So now he's freaking out. Cause he knows nothing about it. And he kind of BS his whole way through it. So he goes, and to- I can, I can just picture that in my head. I can hear yeah, Morty. Right. Oh, Oh yeah. geez. Oh yeah, and that's exactly, exactly he's he's pacing back and forth going, Oh geez, and he's thinking of a way to ask Rick to help him out. So he finally he practices this, hey Rick, can you put an earworm in my brain to give me a linology D D and help me out and blah blah blah. And then like when he opens the garage, Rick's like, What's up, Morty? And Morty just goes, There's a girl named Annika, help me, brain slug. And Rick's like, Slow down, buddy, what? And then he tells him I want to get into D D and Rick flips out. Rick's like, Yes. Morty, do you remember that time you had a shampoo bottle shoved up your butt and I didn't ask you any questions about it? Which I was like, wow, <laughs> big red flag. And remember how I said I was really disappointed? This redeems it. So I was like, oh, so Rick's a D&D fan. And so then the comic proceeds that Rick gets Morty together and goes, we're going to do it the old school way. And they play the first edition of D&D with pen, paper, and some dice. And Rick invites wow. over some of his buddies and they play. And Morty is just confused beyond belief because he doesn't okay. know what to do. There's no pieces on the board. It's literally just guys with like some graph paper, or some paper and pen, like old school D and D style. And the comic, you, mean you have to use your imagination. Yeah. And Morty's just like freaking. He's like, uh, they're like, Morty, what do you do? He's like, I, I, I roll for intimidation. Like, great roll. What did you get? He's like, uh, uh, an eight. And they're like, oh, and they're laughing at him. So he, you know, he's like, okay. And then they leave. And he's like, Rick, is that it? And Rick's like, no, man, it's just the first edition. Wait till we get to <laughs> second edition. The first issue ends is them doing the old school pen and paper first edition of D&D and giving Morty like a taste of what's to come. And I was like, kind of like sitting back going, okay, I remember playing first edition D&D. That's exactly how it was. Not what I was expecting from a comic. Yeah. The Acquisitions Incorporated. Yeah. Well, right. And I was expecting them to be like in the world like of D&D or watching them play as characters. So I was kind of like, where is this going? A lot for the first issue. Kind of weird. Sounds like it's a it's a pretty big setup for the joke that will progress over the rest of the issues, which is something that I can appreciate because it's that's something that they do in the show. To me, it was more almost like they're teaching younger audiences or like, I guess, the younger generation about D&D. When you get to the second issue, you know, they're talking about like second edition and Rick actually builds an online universe where him and Morty can go into it and actually play as characters. Oh, that would be so basically he builds them Westworld. Yeah, pretty much he builds them like a Westworld, but they use uh, do you remember that arcade that they go to in the in the cartoon show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That like Rick keeps getting in trouble at. They go there and they hijack two VR machines and they plug themselves in. <laughs> and they play that way. <laughs> and then like then it cuts to the janitors being like, "Oh, it's Rick again. We hate this guy." And they like unplug the machine and it, you think it kills Rick and Morty. So you're just like, because they just kind of go lifeless and you're like, oh, oh God, they kind of come to. And at the same time, uh, Beth and Summer are cleaning up from the previous night's D&D. And that's when they realize that Rick and Morty are playing D&D and they're like, we kind of want to be in on it. So Beth's like, hey, dad, if we're going to do this, let's all do it. Let's do it as like a family. So Rick kind of agrees and they all go into a virtual world as characters. Now, here's where it gets interesting because you can see them as their characters they get to design their characters and they don't give themselves names yet but like morty is like a cleric beth is a fighter 
And Summer's like a thief. And when they first give Summer her outfit, she's wearing it looks like a stripper's outfit. Like, it's very scandalous, <laughs> very cleavagey. And even Summer goes, what in the hell is this? And Rick's like, that's that's what, you know, that's what thieves wear. And she's like, no, this is stupid. She's like, this is sexist. This is dumb. And she puts on, ends up being like a really cool kind of armored outfit for being a thief. So I was like, hey, kind of plays homage to like that, like the whole stereotype where, hey, man, chicks aren't just like skimpy armor, you know? So, right, yeah. And like again, like D and D's kind of evolving now. So I'm like, okay, they get to their characters, they start going through their quest, and of course, since it's Rick's program, Rick is the all powerful wizard. Where like at the snap of his fingers, things die. Right? Family gets pissed. They go on their own adventures, and they kind of have some fun. But Morty's pissed because when he looks like the cleric, he looks like Friar Tuck. He's bald, has robes, and is just like a staff. So he's <laughs> like, I'm never gonna get chicks with this. This is stupid, and he's all mad at the world about it. So. At the very end of the issue, not to spoil it for you guys, but Jerry ruins everything when he comes in and he unplugs the virtual reality world to plug in his George Foreman girl. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Jerry. Yeah. And like, and I'll be honest, you should like read it because the, the, the family becomes well known. They make good money. They level up quick. They're helping out villagers. They're welcomed in every town. They're, they're, they're huge heroes at this bar. Like they're all like, life is great. We're super happy. And Jerry just kills it all. And, and, and when they come to, they were like, what the hell? And he's like, oh, you guys playing D&D? Sounds fun. <laughs> it's like, oh, Jerry. Like, he's there to screw it up again. That sounds Jerry for you. Yeah, yeah, very Jerry. The The fun thing about the show is that I really didn't care about any of the other characters except for Rick and Morty. Yep. But but as as I watched, I don't know why, but for some strange reason, I really started enjoying Summer's character. Yes, the sister. Es- yeah. Especially especially when she started going on adventures right. with Rick and Morty. Well, at first, they, they make you almost not care about her, and then you start to care about her. Like, oh, she's like Morty. She's having a tough time with life, and this is her way of kind of acting some of that stuff out. Or working through it, I should say. Right. Okay, so Jerry has screwed things up for everybody. Mm-hmm. How do we slide back right. well, into that's- the story? That's exact end of the issue, right? Of issue two. So now you're like, great, you gotta wait for issue three to come out. So then when you read, so then, you know, issue three comes about. And issue three, part three, is called Reality Bites for 3D6 plus one. <laughs> right? Which I was like, okay. Like I said, Jerry discovers we're playing D&D. He decides he wants to be in on it. And Rick is just like, what? Like, you, you play D&D? And he's like, yeah, man. He's like, I used to play back in college. He's like, I've been there since the beginning. You know, he's like, I've read every rule book. And since he tells Morty, he's like, and ever since your mom left me, I've been going on a lot of solo campaigns. <laughs> and Morty, Morty was like, I hear you. And I'll see here. Summer be like, ooh, gross. <laughs> like, like, stop. And so they kind of like create their own. They all get to create their characters. But since Jerry script the VR world, they found that they can't go back. So Rick's already pissed off. Like, hey, Jerry, all this programming I did, you just, just ruined it all. We can't do anything. So then, like, the family is like, hey, Rick, why can't you just find a planet that runs off the same rules as D&D? Like, why can't you take your special little machine, have it go through the rule books, and find a planet that is the same as these rule books? And it's, that's exactly what they do. And they find a planet that does that and even has a DM. Oh, so makes perfect sense. Yeah, right? So, of course they do. So they go into the world, and as they're creating their characters, the DM's like, hey, I'm here to help. And so Jerry's like, hey, I want to be a wizard and I want to have like an elf so I can have like a plus two in charisma. And the guy's like, yeah, done. And so they kind of take turns as you're reading. They go through every character and they're like, what do you want to be? What's your idea of a character? Which is kind of cool. Beth was like, oh, well, I was like a fighter barbarian before. 
I think it's really for me. And Jerry's like, no, honey. He's like, you're a vet. You've always wanted to help people. Paladin's the way for you. So Beth becomes a paladin. Summer's like, I just want to go kill things mercilessly, but I want to be like Hunger Games. And he's like, ah, he's like, a ranger's for you. So she becomes a ranger. Ah, and then Morty's like... I was thinking exactly that. She'd be a ranger. Then. Yeah, yeah, right? You know, And then Morty's just like, uh, down what I want to be. And Dad's like, how about a combination between Han Solo and he compares to somebody else. And Morty's like, yeah, so of course, that's a thief. And then Morty was like, um, I also want to be kind of like legendary. So they make him a half-orc, which is actually kind of cool. Okay. And then Rick doesn't want to play because Rick's all upset that Jerry still killed his AI world. He refuses to play even though he's long for adventure. He takes his portal gun. He goes to leave. The DM changes the portal gun to be like, every time I'm afraid, I try to run like a true coward. That, that appears in his little like wormhole. <laughs> so Rick's like, fine, man, I'll, I'll stick around. I don't care. And he's like, what do you want to be? And Rick's like, I don't, I don't give a crap. So they make him a bard, which Rick, the whole series so far, has bitched about how bards are the worthless character and they're <laughs> nobodies and they're dumb. So now is he a bard. He's a gnome, so he's small and a bard. And the best part is, is that they all get names. Jerry's name is Kier Braverin, who's the elf. Beth's is like Lana Amarithia, I guess, which is very kind of paladin name. Summer is Airy Strongbow, so that kind of makes sense. Okay. Morty is the thief who's uh, Keth Silverson, but Rick is the bard. G. Willikers Patilbutt. <laughs> I think I'm saying that right. It's like Pete Alebutt. Yeah. And he's okay. a gnome and he's just not happy. He's got his guitar. And as they're kind of like, they go into this world and as they're adventuring, the DM kind of helps them out, like with a quest right away, lets them have all their, their setup and their outfits. And right away, like they kind of like start their adventure out like a normal D and D mission. They go through, they beat up some bad guys. All of a sudden a couple runs out of the woods. The wife's almost dead. The guy's like, Oh, they stole our baby. We need help. And the crew's like, yeah, well, we'll cure her. We'll go help out. They go to the Orc Village, and they decimate the village. Like, they decimate this village hard. They are killing people, and they destroy it all. And all of a sudden, they hear one of the people cry out, they took our baby. And you see the couple come out, and they have a baby with them and a gem. And they're like, thanks, suckers, for the help. And they teleport out of there. Uh, and so... Those lying liars who lied. Right. So Rick and Morty and them are like, oh, my God. Like They're like, we got bamboozled. And they're like, what do we do? And I'm like, this is a pretty typical... D&D campaign and even Rick goes wow who didn't see that coming I know I sure did and he's just super salty about it like he <laughs> is super fantastically salty about the whole thing and you actually see Jerry play D&D using D&D magic and it's a lot of cool D&D stuff like they're gonna send uh Morty through like some area where they're like hey man we gave you stealth so they all cast like Lightfoot on him and he uses his like sneak attack stuff and like he's using a whole bunch of just D- cool D&D if you play D&D you will recognize all the references from all the stuff like these guys did their homework for their skills and abilities which oh. I was like that's awesome so. I'm so glad to hear that they're not bullshitting it and being like you walk soft. It's like, no, yeah, there is. No, no, no. Dude, it's, 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 it's all but, like, yeah, it's, awesome it's all hear. legit. Yeah. It's all like legit stuff. And whenever they use the magic, they put in like a, a really cool art form where it'll like the spell will be like in a different color and be like, the words will be all kind of like lightning or smoky or whatever they're doing for it. So, um, and you actually see Jerry cast like armor spells and his body becomes like almost like armor from the X-Men. His body becomes, in, you know, engulfed huh. with this armor and you see the X not hit him. And they're like, hey, we're, you know, we're all good. And it, I was like, wow, even when they arrest, Beth has to go pray to her deity to get some of her spells back. Ah. Which I was like, yeah. And That's like, and, Jer- awesome. and Jerry's like, I got to prep my magic. And Morty's like, uh, you know, I'm just going to kind of, I guess, hang out. Summer's like, I'm going to go do the perimeter check. And Morty's like, didn't you already do that? And she's like, yeah, I'm going to do it anyway. Well, she is a great tracker, realized that one of the orcs from the camp has been following them. 
while they're going on a quest. Okay. So part four is called Reap the Whirlwind. Now here's what's interesting. In all these other books, the title of the comic was at the front. This one, the title's at the very last page. Hmm. Okay. Right. Okay. Which I, yeah, which I thought was interesting, right? When I was going through it, I was like, wow, the title's at the last. Because theoretically, issue one is kind of a little bit of standalone. Issue two is a little bit of standalone. Three and four go together as one continuous story as their campaign. All right. So it's kind of like issue one, they're setting you up. Hey, here's how D&D was at the beginning. Uh, here's why people like to play it. Here's some of the rules. Two is like, here's different forms people have tried to play D&D with. They bring up like Forgotten Realms, stuff like that. And then three is the gang actually playing D&D, but it's them as their characters in the world. A little bit of LARPing with, right? with real magic stuff. Yeah, exactly. And they're kind of hitting you from, like I said, then as they use their magic, you're, you're seeing all the spells being used and they're actually using all D&D uh, like language and stuff. Well, one part, you have to get some information at a real seedy town. Morty's like, I got this. And like, do you need help? He's like, if you guys go down there, they'll just kill you. And he's like, if, and he's like, ladies, take your hands off your purses. If they wanted your purses, they'd take them. If you're holding on to them, they'd take your fingers. <laughs> and I was just like, <laughs> man. I was like, man, I was like ruthless. So they use that. These bet like uh, Summer's got tracking because she's a ranger. They bring into it and they, they hunt down the people who took the baby and the crystal and they fight them. But as they go through, there's different panels of them fighting where it shows them gaining experience and like the challenge rating that they're fighting at, which is really kind of cool. Oh, wow. Like yeah. you see them fighting a dragon. They're like XP like 2,900. And there's a part where uh, Rick's got to cross like a tightrope and they're like athletic check 18. And then like it says like <laughs> success or fail. And I was like, I was dying. I'm like, that's awesome. I'm like, that is fantastic. So you see them actually live out the adventure. Something that we try to do every single time we were playing exactly. D&D. Mm-hmm. Like, you want to put yourself in there, they do it for you through those guys. And they actually make Jerry be, like, competent. Because, you know, the cartoon, he's always very incompetent or kind of a moron. This, he's great. And he goes, well, he's like, I put a lot of st- He's like, I put a lot of points in my, like, intelligence and charisma for a reason. And, like, even, like, Beth is, like, all flirting with him because she's all attracted to him because charisma's higher. And I was like, that's fantastic. And then, like, one of them did something bad, and you're like, yeah, I must have failed that role. <laughs> and I was just like, that's pretty funny. Yeah. I was like, that is some good lingo. And then, uh, you know, of course, they defeat the bad guys, save the world, and they're all, you know, they, they, they come back, and everyone's all excited. And I don't want to ruin there's There's some there's some stuff that happens in the fourth issue that uh, a little bit of, like, jaw-dropping that I don't want to ruin for you guys. Unless you want me to, I can. No, I think I think you've given us a taste, and now we want the full course meal. That's what I want to do. Right. And that's what Observe and Report is all about, is giving giving our listeners and, you know, us. Yeah, a taste. The taste. Because I, I love the, it sounds like the concept for the book, like the un, an underlying theme is you wouldn't know D&D today if it wasn't for how it started. Like this was, when I was done reading the fourth issue, I was like, these guys, I feel like really did do a good job of hitting you on multiple levels. Like they teach you the history of D and D they teach you that it can be for everybody that like, you're kind of like a loser, like Jerry could be a hero, you know? And then right. uh, even tells you like, Hey, like uh, at the very, one of the very last panels is um, Rick decides to play D and D with summer and he's rolling his stats and he rolls like a two, a one and a one. And he's like, Oh man. He's like, I'm going to call a mulligan and reroll that. And summer's like, Hey Rick, it's D and D. Sometimes you get to be people you don't, you know, you, you aren't. And it was just like, oh, that's kind of true. Like, like take the flaw. And so I was like, man, they really kind of hit you on a whole bunch of different levels with this. Yeah. So, yeah. 
you know so i was like it was really that's why i was kind of blown away i thought it was just gonna be kind of like a mindless kind of dumb rick and morty adventure where they play D or they go into the characters and go fight stuff and i was like wow they really hit you from all different levels sounds awesome i'm definitely gonna have to borrow it from you here's the here's the cool part too they have a part two rick and morty versus dungeons dragons part two that i've not read yet but i have them all there's a sequel yeah there's a sequel which i'm now interested in reading well, I am interested in reading the first one and then the second one. Kudos, sir. Kudos. Well, that was our discussion of Rick and Morty versus Dungeons and Dragons. And apparently, part one, we're going to get a whole part two of this. Has it gotten you curious to read the miniseries as it has I? If so, let us know. Head on over to our website. Well, I definitely know I want to borrow it. Or who knows, maybe I'll go out and search for my own trade paperback copy, but it's, it, you've definitely, you've definitely piqued my interest. I, I really want to give this story a, a, a chance. Yeah. I I would highly recommend it. Uh, just, uh, like I said, just what I wish somebody would have been there to tell me like what to expect going into it. Cause I was kind of like, Oh, like I thought it was gonna be like a real simple, I can read this all real quick. And, but no, man, your brain processes a lot of it. So it's just like, wow, pretty in depth for four issues. Just remember, folks, if you rolled low on your intelligence, yeah. <laughs> you, you may want to take some breaks in between issues. Just look at the pictures. Just look at all the That's pictures. That's right. Yeah. Just look at all the pretty pictures. <laughs> That's all you got to do. Well, that brings us to the end of another episode of my Big Fat Pull List and Observe and Report. Uh, we hope that you, our fellow listeners, were just as impressed with Smurfy's weaving of the tale of rick and morty in the land of D. and we're very serious if if you've been a fan of D, and if you still have an ongoing campaign with your friends hey head on over to any of our social media sites and share pictures or stories of some of the fun adventures you've been on or your ptsd maybe it's a good way to get over that because some of those adventures are tra- uh, traumatizing they can be depending on who you're playing with. Yeah. So until next time, I am one of your hosts, Mr. X. I'm Smurfy. And I'm the Bang Man, Pistol Danger. And we'll see you next time. That's our show, folks. Tell your friends and family about our program. What he means is you and everyone you know should subscribe, rate, and review our podcast on every app possible. Want to help support the show? Visit our Patreon page. We have a variety of incentives at multiple tiers, sure to satisfy any and all hardcore geeks. You can also follow us on social media where we post weekly comic picks, breaking news stories, and glimpses into our everyday geek lives. Until next time, keep your turtle shells waxed. (laughs) Your power rings charged. And your proton packs primed. Ooh, what's this do? No, Smurfy, not the containment unit. I, I'm probably talking. Oh, I'm talking really loud because I have my headphones on and I can't hear myself talk. So it's I'm probably screaming because it's like muted. So I have one headphone off my head now, and I could hear how loud I was talking. Does it sound better now? Uh, yeah yes it does it does <laughs> that's that's why so yeah if i do that i won't scream at you guys cool yeah
Yeah, sorry we about would that. appreciate that. Yeah, right. You guys appreciate not going deaf, especially since we're all, we're also wearing <laughs> headphones. Yeah, you're so fired. You're rehired. Hell yeah. <laughs>